whether you're a suburban athlete or an Olympic champion, you've got to work hard to get results. We've put over 15 years' experience into developing Active Man, combining vitamins, minerals, and proteins. Active Man helps provide you with the nutrients you need to optimize performance and assist recovery. Discover the Active Man range, now available. Active Man, power up. Welcome to this live Instagram chat. I'm gonna let the guys come in, but it's gonna be four interesting blokes which have all been guests of my power progress over the recent weeks. So we decided to all come together because there is an interesting situation happening right now where so many of us are unhappy, yet the mental health awareness is on an all-time high, but yet moods an all-time low. So it's amazing, really. So I'm just going to see if I can request to get some of them in. So let's bring in... So there's Lee coming through slowly. If, he, if he's there. Yeah, he should be there in a minute. There he is. There's Lee. Hello, Lee. You all right, mate? All right. Adjust <laughs> this camera. <laughs> so there's two of us so far. So just waiting for the other two. So waiting for Arjuna and we're waiting for Phil. And uh, I believe Lee is also live on Facebook. Is that right? It's, it, it was supposed to be right. But um, <laughs> I've never used my computer to go live on Facebook in God knows how long. And it was just coming up with loads of instructions and stuff. So... I'm I'm just here. I'm just here, mate. <laughs> nice one, nice one. Well, let's, uh, like I was just discussing there, uh, we, we kind of collectively come together and thought this would be a really good conversation about why we think so many people are unhappy at the moment. In fact, I think the statistics show it's one in three, isn't it? Uh, it's supposed to be suffering with depression in 2022, which is interesting. Um, I can see Phil messaging right now. What do I do now? I've sent a request. Um, I'll just send him a message. Send again. <laughs> <laughs> send again. Hopefully you get them all through. Once we get everyone in, we can get them all in. I'm here too. Right, let's have a look, see if I can see anyone's request. I only, could, I only got you in so far, mate. There's, they're both from there, and I'm waiting for them to request to come in. So where are they? I've sent a request. It, won't it, let it, me send it again. Okay, let me see if I can find you, Phil. Um, see if I can go in. So I can see you're on here. Let me see if I can send you it, mate. Go live with Phil. Let's see if this works and see if I can bring him in. Is he in? I've just clipped you in, Phil, to see if you can come in. Rob, there he is. Yeah. There he is. <laughs> So we've got this you in amazing. now. Let's I'm see if we can get about... Arjuna in. <laughs> Are you doing, mate? You good? I'm all right, you mate. Ready? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I felt a bit left out then. Let me yeah, in. Yeah, let's see if I can get the other, <laughs> other in. guy in now. Invite. Let's see if I can invite. I've invited Arjuna. Let's see if he can pop in. Who's in, Mr. Sheehan's in the house as well. You really <laughs> want to get on as well in this mix. Hey, here we go. Here he is. <laughs> go on then. <laughs> All good, all in. Excellent stuff. Yeah, so um, I'll just start from the top. So we, we kind of collectively come together and we thought it would be great to do the live because um, it's a huge subject and it's all about why we think so many people are unhappy. Mental health, is, awareness that is, is on an all-time high, but yet moods are all-time low. I was just saying, I think an interesting statistic, I think in 2021-2022, I think we're supposed to have one in three people 
are suffering with mental depression right now. Isn't that interesting? That's huge, isn't it? Mm. I think let's it's start, all... let's start with Lee first for that one. I, I think it's all down to the way the world's changing. Like I get so many people comment on adverts and on posts that I put out and things like that saying um, everybody in today's day and age have got soft and all that and anxiety was never a thing or depression was never a thing when we were younger and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think something that they don't take into account here is the world itself isn't the same world that they were living in. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Now, you know, like um, I do believe that social media has a lot to play on it. Like, is it directly social media? I'm not too sure. But kind of the way people act on social media because people are in, uh, they're more exposed to more people. So they have yeah. more exposed vulnerabilities that have come out and stuff like that. I think that, that's got a lot to do with it. And, and also alongside of this, like the world moves a million times faster now. We're, we're doing so much more. Like back then, yes, there was a lot of manual labor, there was a lot of hard work, working in the mines, doing that. But right now, not just physically are moving in times faster, but our minds are moving so much so faster in today's day. It's just to keep up. And yeah. I think that there is what contributes massively to the depression, to the overwhelm, to the anxiety, to most of the mental health conditions, because everybody's just trying up and just be a boat and just tread above water um, in, in all aspects of life, mentally, physically, emotionally, etc. Yeah. Look, I can't speak for in the 20s, whatever. I can't speak for, for miners in, in underground chipping away. <laughs> but if I was to go back into their position, like, yeah, you've got the worry of foods and stuff that we've always had worries, there's always worries, always will be worries. But in terms of where their mind's at, they have to go down into a mine. The cracking up, from what I heard, the, the friends that enjoy there, and all they have is just to chop and move the, the... There's not that much that they have to do. There's a lot of physical labour, but not much thinking that was required then compared to now. Plus, they just had their families and communities to take care of, didn't they? That yeah, was their life, as it were. Yeah. Again, totally wrong, but like... Uh, but I love talking to, to elderly people and stuff like that. And, and even even me, well, her dad was a miner, my uncle's a miner. I got a miner's lamp tattoo on the back of my leg. All that. And we speak to her often, and, and she said that Catherine's dad and her own uncle absolutely loved going down the mines and loved that thing. They had a sense of camaraderie, and that they'd go down, they'd look forward to it. They actually didn't look forward to coming home. Now, <laughs> it's very different to how we live now. Do you yeah. know what I mean? We're all consumed. We're all regretting and not wanting to go to work. We're like, yeah. in, because of the speed of work, because of the pressure of work, because of what it means, what we believe it means to us. Yeah. It's contributing massively to it all. Even yeah. after you're working on social media is my biggest part of the job. Like the last week for me has been crazy and it's because of working with people online and on social media. Yeah. That's where all my problems come from last week was that. What's so that? I can relate to that myself personally as well. Yeah. What do you think of that, Phil? Do you think it's relying, that we rely on, a lot of people rely on external influences to make them feel better? 
100%, yeah, definitely. I think a lot, I think there are so many people out there who try to manipulate the external to change the internal, right? Oh, I'll just buy a new car. I'll buy, buy some new Air Maxes. It'll be fine. I'll buy myself some new fishing gear and everything will be fine. Well, there's nothing wrong in buying nice stuff. I've got a load of nice fishing gear and training, but <laughs> I'm still fucked in the head sometimes. It doesn't sort me out, you know? It's kind of like, well, hold on a second. Let's stop looking to change the external and, and work on the internal. And, and I know all of us know all about that. And we coach people and we help it and we do it ourselves, right? Um, but going back to what you said, Lee, about everything's a rush, isn't it? And everyone wants something quickly. It's that Amazon culture, isn't it? Right, I, I've ordered a furry octopus. I want it here today. And it's on my doorstep today. You know, that's a tr <laughs> I, I did that a few I weeks ago. The link for us. Mate, my nephew, great for my nephews, brilliant. I've just gone through this weird phase of buying them like furry, weird sea creatures. But anyway, and it and it comes quickly, and we're so used to now getting something fast. My old man, he would order something from you know on the phone and have to wait and hope that it just showed up. There's no emails, there's no nothing, and it did. You had to wait. Now we get everything quickly, which means we expect things quickly, and we're waiting, always waiting for the next thing to turn up, right? And I know Arjuna probably will have something to say about this, about presents. Well, like about presents, you know, we're waiting for the next thing. And then what happens is if we're continually waiting for the next thing, because we know the next thing coming is going to be better than, than now, then we're constantly saying that what's next is better than now. So how can we be ha happy with what's now? When now is the only thing that is real, you know, the past has, has happened, the future ain't, ain't come yet, right? So it's like, oh, when the weekend comes, can't wait, I'll be happier. When I have this holiday, I'll be able to chill. When it's Christmas, when it's the new year, and we're constantly like, oh my God, waiting for the next thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, and I think that's contributing a lot to people not being happy. Let, yeah. What's next? What's next? What's next? Well, what about what's now? Rather than appreciating the moment, as it were. And I think that's where you come in, Arjuna, because I'll come to your last event and uh, your whole book is written about this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you said it beautifully, man. It's, yeah, Thanks. anticipation. <laughs> what would John Lennon say? That life is what happens when we're busy making other plans. Life mm. is what happens when we're anticipating some other moment <laughs> of our fairy <laughs> octopus. <laughs> it's a great furry octopus i'll show you it one day it's good but my um when you were talking lee i it reminded me of that have you seen that study about the the bombing in the boston marathon no how it, it, it was on the um the post-traumatic stress and, and apparently there was more post-traumatic stress amongst people who saw it on the news for a certain number of hours than people that are actually there on on location Ah, and it's limey. and this whole idea that our primitive little brains with the internet age we have such a sphere of concern that is so ginormous there's news and horror and terror and bad news from everywhere and yet our ability our, our sphere to control it is what it's been like since we were miners hunters gatherers you know we, it's very very small and our poor little threat brains just go through the roof because there's all this information pouring in and, and we don't have the ability to do anything about it okay. I, th I think that was COVID as well wasn't it like when COVID was going on most people didn't actually have it but they were petrified and then when people actually got it they could get like yeah. I, I, that was for me when I got as bad as the whole everything kind of said it was going to be 
the fear yeah. of getting it was worse than the fear of yeah yeah I think so I mean, same, a lot it? of negativity comes from the the news from the box anyway. You know, I mean, maybe the most important bit is maybe watch less of it, you know, on TV. Consume less, yeah. Think about it. everyone. So many people get so preoccupied with consuming stuff through the hole in their face, like the mouth, you know, in other words. <laughs> but what about your eyes and your ears? Do you know what I mean? It's like, hang on a second, what are my eyes watching a lot of the time? What are my ears consuming a lot of the time? And for, I think for majority of people, um, for want of a better word, it's shit that they're consuming. And it's, yes. you know, no wonder. I, I make quite a, quite a big effort now to consume stuff that's going to make me feel good, you know, like fishing videos and just stuff I enjoy, right? Um, and there's, a, there's an old boy that I know, he's 74, and he is such a worrier and he's so nervous about every, about the world. And all he does, right, from the moment he gets up to the moment he goes to bed, apart from a few glasses of wine, is watch news channels on loop. And he goes, and he says, Phil, I need to be more like you. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you don't watch the news, do you? I'm like, well, no, I don't, not really, no. I watch a little bit, but not a lot. He goes, I just get so engrossed. I watch CNN and then this and, you know, News 24. He goes, they say the same stories, but I just find myself, I've got, I have to watch them. And it's no, and you know, I say to him, it's no wonder you worry so much, because you kind of, almost know too much you know if you kind of know a bit less and and go down the ignorance is bliss route then maybe you might be a bit happier you know what i mean mm. i think the important part of it is it's, it's i guess you need to know what's going on in the world but i think what you've got to try not to do is get too consumed of it and like you i don't think you do the worry is getting stuck think... in this loop yeah, I don't think you do need to know what's going on in no. the world. My parent, my, my dad used to say this. My my mum, well, you should, you should. Don't you want to know what's going on in the world? Not really. Why? Why? Why not? I, I just don't. I'm not. I'm no. I'm, I'm kind of interested. Um, and if there are rules that I need to know about, yeah. then great. But I'm not really interested in about what wars are going or what's what's happening mm. or you know some woman that shoved the cream egg up her ass in in Russia. I don't. <laughs> care about all of that it's like I'll, I'll, I'll consume what i want to consume you know um and for a long time people would say to me well you should want to watch the news and i'd say why and no one gave me a good answer you know and i've, I've worked with some people that you might say are quite high up and these ceos of big companies and that and they you know these are the people questioning it why do you not want to watch the news why do you not watch it and i say well why should i you just should is the answer you just should well, you know, and this isn't saying it's bad. I'm not saying anyone that watches the news is, is, is bad or doing the wrong thing, but be careful what you consume is, is what I suggest. Yeah. Well, you know, what you have got to find out is certain rules, what you may not mm. do. Like, mm. like, for example, if you didn't know about COVID, that everyone was a lockdown, you would only have found that out if you were one of them. Yeah. You might have walked what's out one day and went, why is it so quiet around here? Yeah, yeah. to find out the hard way, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. There's uh, Louise here. She's like, um, she's an author and everything like that. And yeah. she is, and she says like, whatever you need to know, you will find out. It'll come to you. Yeah. And, and that's that's the exact same thing that I'd done for COVID. I was just like, I didn't want to watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't spend time yeah. watching. It. But what I needed to know, the information that I needed to know at that present yeah. moment, that's time, right. yeah. I found out. Somebody has told me, and and. Like Phil's saying, if you're watching news, you can get caught up and watching it on this loop where it goes round and round and round. But if you're just going about your day and you're going across the streets or whatever, and somebody says, oh, do you know you need to wear a mask now? All right, no, now I do. They're not going to tell you 12 times. 
15 times. This is <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Put my mask on. Whatever. You kind of know, so you don't have to go through that vicious cycle of hearing it on loop, hearing it over and over and over again, you know? Yeah. Well, like, it, when, when Phil was speaking, um, something that I picked up on was like, it's a bit like, like me and Phil we're in New Nathan as well, being personal in our backgrounds as well. We understand active rest, right? Like, you have rest time, but you're not actually resting. You're doing another exercise during that rest cover. When Phil was talking about patience, and like, we used to have patience, but now we don't. We kind of order something for it to come. But we're not really waiting. I think that's the problem. We're, 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 we're distracted. We're actively waiting. We're, we're going to the next thing. Exactly like what in the next bed. So even though we might order something, we'll start to look in or look to see what we can order next. And we, we we almost in this active recovery phase. And if you imagine, right, if you would if you were working out and you were you had your workout and everything was an active recovery or active air rest yourself out very fucking fast. Same with your mind, if you can like Phil says, we that next thing or distracting yourself until that next thing comes. Say, for instance, you do just order something, but then you're like, well, what do I do now? And then you start looking and finding all these things to do, distracting yourself with your phone, distracting yourself with with whatever. There's a million things, TV, chocolate, alcohol, drugs, whatever. Distracting yourself. It's like active rest. You're not allowing your mind to set a bit like what Phil was saying. Back in the day, you would just act wait we had no problem like even i'm 32 and i remember when i had no problem just waiting for a bus to come yeah. just waiting in the doctor's room just wait i sound american doctor's room right but just waiting i had no problem waiting and i had no being bored now it's almost like people are scared to be bored now it's almost because boards becoming extinct because mm. we're petrified of being bored. Bored leads on to so much, so many great things. The, the times where I put myself in positions where I have nothing to do, to the point where I almost become bored, is the point where all that creativity comes from, where those insights come, mm. where everything that actually serves my life shows up. Mm. If I get that position, then all I get is all this shit that doesn't serve in my life. Like, Nathan called me earlier on, and, and I was going to go live on the computer. I spun around. I'm watching a French bulldog scratching a cat's head. <laughs> I wasn't watching it. It was just sitting in the background. But, like, that was on. What, how on earth is, is that ever going to serve me in the future? Ever. Like, what? If I, if I reincarnate as a bulldog, I'm not going to scratch a cat's head? No. In total relevance of my life and my future, had I just sat here totally normally doing nothing, Something could come to mind. Something that relevant to my life, my long-term happiness, could show up in that moment. But we're starving ourselves and restricting ourselves with these key vital moments of patience that can help us get to where we want to be in the future. Yeah, I mean, if someone's listening to this right now, they would have picked up so far the importance of coming away from the media from what I listen to this. And the other factor would be how to get a bit more patience and be used to doing nothing. Is that a good place to start? What do you think, uh, Juno? Someone listening, what do you think they should start doing if they really need to, um, you know, get a bit of help with this sort of stuff? Well, I think, I think the main trouble is that 
it, it boils down to we, we just think too much about everything. We, yes. uh, we spend too much time in our heads and not enough time in our bodies. And, and we know that the time that we're fully embodied, fully in the moment, fully absorbed in the thing that's in front of us, whether that's our social media feed or a French bulldog, it's, it's, it's so much more enjoyable. And all of our troubles come from the fact that we, we just so get hooked into thinking. And so those worries about what other people think, about what's going to come tomorrow, all of that stuff just kills us because we have no escape. So for me, it's, it's finding a way of, of not stopping your mind, but becoming, getting into your skin, <laughs> getting into the same place where your body is. Um, that's, that's, that's what I would, that's the biggest thing I would suggest to anyone. And it's not an easy fix, you know, it, it takes time mm. to do that. I think a, a place to do, would they have to find a quiet space to do this or do they need to go out their environment? No, I mean, you, you're sitting watching a football game. You, you're, not, you're not worried about what's happening tomorrow. You're, you're there. You know, you're, you're in your skin. You're in your body. You're in with the game. And so, no, it doesn't involve a quiet, calm place. It, it just involves getting out of your head, recognizing the difference. And um, the things that we love to do, whether it's watching football or knitting, is, it's regardless. It, it, it's not the thing. It's our approach to it. It's our involvement in it, involvement in the moment. So. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, Phil, I think yeah. you step in there. What was you going to say? I, I, do, I, I think there's the, the stepping out of the noise and trying to quieten the noise down is a great tool. I think we are, and this is becoming quite um, clear in, in certain coaching methods, uh, and, and it's that method of sort of distraction. Keep yourself doing something. Always do something so that your your mind is occupied. You know. But I, I don't really agree with that. I think sometimes, I think if we are always doing something, then we're becoming good at distracting ourselves and therefore becoming bad. We're becoming good at doing and, and less good at just being, you know. And I do think that right now we always have phones in our pockets. There's always something going on. We're being told, hey, just distract yourself. People often say, I can't just sit alone with nothing because me and my thoughts is horrible. Well, how about you get good a beer with you and your thoughts you know because then you don't need to rely on distracting yourself how about you get good at being um and how about maybe for five minutes every day you just sit down on a bench with nothing there in the middle of a field or anywhere and just be just breathe you know and you will get thoughts but it's, it's a training process isn't it and i well, all of us know and hear about this how you can train your your mind to 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 be able to shift your awareness and shift your attention from the thoughts that you don't really like to something else oh let's look at that tree over there let's look at the black grass let's look at the mm. birds or whatever you know um and you can become good at being just as we become good at doing that's what i think yeah i mean when i went to your event lee you done an interesting task to do that you took us all walking didn't you and you got us to stop and then just pick out all our senses i quite like that sort of task what you did there because that really brought home the importance of doing that yeah and especially even like Sir touched upon it earlier on like the the importance of our senses is is unbelievable like all of our senses our five senses are there to help us make sense of the world so if we're only relying upon one of them it's not going to make so much sense because we don't, we're missing four other key factors that make up the process and result of it making sense. 
like we need to be making sure that we're actively using um, our senses and we're using them as a guidance tool or, or, or to, to, to pick out the information that's going on. Like I work with a lot of people who, who experience anxiety, right? And they get caught up in their minds. But once I would generally say that them getting caught up in their minds is kind of the start. And this isn't for everybody, right? But then they start to condition themselves to be absolute masters at creating the feeling. So they, they start to create the feeling so much so they don't even have to acknowledge the starting process of where they were thinking um, in terms of their thought pattern, right? So they just get really good at feeling and making these things happen. Now, when they're walking about a shopping center, they're so in tune with not what's going on around them, but so in tune with what they feel. And then now because they're so in tune with their, their heart beating faster, their mouth getting dry, or their hands getting more clammy, they're now projecting or they're, they're instructing their mind and the sensors to find more things that make that more so. So they're, they're now starting to use their eyes to reaffirm the reason that they're feeling panicky. Then they're using their ears to hear things and to find threatening sounds and noises to make them feel even more panicky. And then they start to sniff out smells of where they were in Greg's one day and they had a panic attack and they smelled a corned beef pasty or something like that. And they're like, oh yes, there's a corned beef pasty. Yes, I'm definitely gonna panic. God, there's people. Yes, I'm gonna panic, I'm gonna fall and collapse in front of everyone, I'm gonna get taken out. And then I'm gonna feel a hard floor as, as I smash down and I bang my head. They start to use those sensors to create the outcome that they don't want because they started based on one little feeling and one belief and association around a feeling. Instead of using those sensors to their advantage, the moment they walk into a shopping center, Let's have a little look. Let me focus a little bit with my eyes here for a moment. Let's put feelings aside and let me focus with the, my, the senses of my eyes. What do I see here? Is there a threat? Is somebody running around with a chainsaw, a knife? Is, is there something that's going to happen? No, there's just people walking around. How do they look? Oh, they look just like me walking around, everything. Oh, he looks quite calm. Oh, oh they're laughing. Oh. Then they can start to see that it's actually okay. And, and a lot of people struggle with agoraphobia and things. They start to look for the lack of space. Look for more space if, that's your, if that makes you feel better. And if it's vice versa, for me, with my agoraphobia, I used to struggle with closed spaces and wide open spaces. But then I learned, like, if, if it is a closed space, if there is a lot of crowds, there's still always space. Right now, as I sit here, Look at the space that my body actually consumes within this whole screen and room. All of this part where my arms are moving is all space. There's so much space available for us to see. So if you are worried about crowds or anything like that, look for the space. And if you are in a shopping center, look at how high the ceilings are. There's so much space that's unoccupied. And if you focus on that space, it's going to make you feel like you have space. Now that you feel that you have space, the less you feel like you're going to panic and you're going to freak out. But the same, just use all your senses in the same way. Smell things that you like to smell. Sometimes when I walk around, this is going to sound really bad, but when I walk through a, 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 shop, a supermarket or I'm walking through um, a shopping centre, I will just, I'll just smell around, right? <laughs> and obviously you're going to smell some perfumes and some aftershaves. And, like, and I might smell some dupe or I might smell some Britney Spears fantasy. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That took me back to then. And it brings back, Use those sensors to trigger good memories rather than looking for threat, but using all of your sensors.
It just shows well, the importance of using the right language and having the right focus when yeah. you need to use them sensors. And obviously you described that really well. You want to put it in a positive form yeah. rather than being trapped in the negative thoughts. It comes down to exactly what Arjuna and Phil saying, and we're all saying here is, you can only do that when you're present. Yeah. But if in your mind you're already predicting danger, you've already created the illusion of danger that's going to happen in your mind. So your senses are looking for that. Because it's like, well, where's the evidence? Let me find it for you, Lee. Oh, there. There's a little sharp bit on that seat. What happens if you trip, slip, do a backflip and land on that tiny sharp corner? You might die. <laughs> you know, it looks for those things. But if, if we have the illusion of, like, even what I see right now, I say you've got a blue top on, right? What somebody else might see, who's to say it's the exact same color blue? Who's to say somebody doesn't say you have a green top on? Like, it's all an illusion that we all see, but we can, we can use that and use that as a place of comfort to actually get the outcome that we want, you know, to create the emotions that we want. We can use those as tools, but we've got to be present to notice these things. If we're walking in, in our head and we're worried about work, yet it's on our day off, then we can't be present in the moment and we can't be using those senses because those five senses are, are telling you why work is such a worry. And, and why you need to worry about work and what's going to go wrong. So the ultimate first starting step is really to become present, but you can ultimately use your senses to help you get more present. Like Phil was saying, sitting on a park bench. You, you, you can't describe, if you just sit somewhere in nature and do nothing, nature comes alive. Like if you sit still, flies will start to come around. Wasps will start to come around. You'll notice different shades and colours and flowers and smells. And you'll notice the air as it passes across the back of your neck. You'll notice life. You'll notice being. But if you're constantly moving and talking and you don't notice the flies, you don't notice the wasp, you don't notice the fucking shit you're about to stand in. You don't notice anything because you're caught up in your mind. Get yeah. Be there. Be more. Is the key. Good stuff. I mean, we're probably going to wrap this up roughly another minute, but is there any sort of golden nuggets really popping any of your heads what you really want to get out right now about this? Something in my head is the vision of Lee going around a uh, shopping centre, burying his head in some <laughs> girl's hair, saying, I need to smell you, it's my agoraphobia. I've got to smell you. <laughs> I've got a bag full of your drawer there, man. <laughs> I've got scissors too. Bringing in those feelings. Yeah. <laughs> Arjuna, anything you want to drop in before we finish this off? I, I guess it's just focusing on what we want, not what we don't want. Uh, yeah. Definitely, yeah. And just really seeing where your mind, like, like everyone's saying, just see where your mind is taking you and, and bring it back to where focusing on what you do want. Focus, focus on now because this is where life is. Mm. Yeah. And do more of what you love. Do more of what you love yeah. and chase excitement. I love that phrase. I say it a lot at the moment. Chase excitement. Get excitement in your life. You know what I mean? Get some exciting things going on. I think that is really funny. important. Really important. Massive. A lot of people just living day to day. And like you yeah. said, they're just living for the weekends. I think we said this on the podcast. And then it gets the weekend. It's not that It's not that great. It's not as good as they thought they would, it would be. And they repeat that pattern over and over again. Yeah. Or it's only two days long and it just ends far too soon. Well, it's only a day and a half because most people spend Sunday worrying about Monday. <laughs> and they probably have a lot of drink on the Friday and Saturday, so they were too busy recovering on the Sunday. Mm. <laughs> uh, 
No, but I, I think, think we've covered a... quite a lot there. Anyway, I think that's great. I think senses is a big factor. Having something, look at things what you love, focus what you want in your life. These are all things what really pop out to me when I'm listening to you three blokes, as we call it, interesting blokes on this live. And I think it's been really good for us. And I think we should do this again and maybe think of another hot subject one time. What do you think? It's yeah, really. loose men, isn't it? It's uh, loose women. It's like, where the fuck is it? <laughs> oh, don't refer to us as loose women. That's the worst programme on telly, man. Oh, God. That's yeah. That's what made you stop watching TV, wasn't it, with that one on? Yeah, loose women. Yeah, Lorraine Kelly. Oh, I can't, can't take this anymore. <laughs> but I think the whole... one one Maybe to sum it up, the whole thing with mental health is actually a good thing because it, it means that we're, we want life to be better. And I, and I think life can be so much better than, than we're mm. currently living it. And maybe this period is, is just a search and there's, a, there's dissatisfaction, there's fear, there's, and, and you live it so that you can overcome it. You live it, you get stuck in your head so you can see what you're doing and so you can escape it. And, and, and maybe this is all a really good thing to, to search for more. I think mm. that's a great way of finishing. I've been giving loads of people a wave. But I'm going to try my best to see if I can actually put this on IGTV and give it a save. So hopefully whoever's been listening, drop us a message. It'd be great to hear from you. And any hot subjects you'd like us to cover in the future, drop it in here. And guys, it's been a pleasure. And I'm going to let you go get back to what you, what you do best. And I'll catch Thank you later. Thanks, guys. You're awesome. Nice one, mate. See you later, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye now. See you later.